0: Podcast where we discuss all the reality, trash, TV, we love to hate. My name is Tanika, and I am on my own today. Ava, unfortunately, could not join in on this, but we definitely wanted to get something out to you guys. So here I am, and I am going to uh, go through the last episode with you guys. Um and just full disclosure this is my second attempt at recording for some reason it didn't want to (laughs) stay so i have to go through everything all over again i'm gonna try to make the second attempt at recording just as fun as the first one um right off the bat i want to apologize for the episode being late um and also just to forewarn everybody, um, Ava may or may not make it to uh, the next recording next week for B90. Um, we will keep that up in the air for now. Uh, we'll confirm that in the next recording. Also, we know that there hasn't been any episode of Selling Sunset this week. This week we're going to skip it again. Um, but next week we will see about either me going solo or, um, Ava joining in on, on that. Um, so we do want to try to at least give you two episodes a week at the bare minimum. Um, so we're trying to, our best to get that going for you. But again, as we mentioned in our very first episode, please be patient with us. Um, so, I have some hot goss for you guys today. Um, So some of this hopefully is new for you. Um, I know at least one of the things that I'm going to discuss has already been discussed a little more last week. Um, But first on the docket is Brandon and Serene. From Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. Um, For those who have not watched um, any of these seasons, just to give you a little bit of a synopsis on on them. Brandon was on Michelle's season of Bachelorette, um, which I believe was about two or three seasons ago um, for Bachelorette. And then Serene was on Clayton season. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Bachelor in Paradise, these two lovebirds found each other and they had been together for most of the show, I think actually all of the show, and they did get engaged at the end of, of Bachelor in Paradise, the most previous season. Um, but turns out. That they have called off their engagement uh, as of last month, um, and that there is some rumors of cheating on Brandon's part. So, apparently, there was a video that had circulated from Reality Steve that showed him very cozy in a club with another woman on May 5th. He was also exiting this club, and the club is called Superstition in Texas. Um, And this was only three days before the confirmation of their split. Whoa! (laughs) I really hope that this is not true, that he didn't cheat on her, because I can speak for both me and Ava on the sense that we really loved him, and we both felt that Michelle should have picked him um, over who she did pick. And, spoiler alert, they're not together either. Um, and this is really disappointing, if this is true. Um, but, that's that on that. Uh, next on the talk, <clears throat> number two. Scott, from Scott and Lydia, from Love in Paradise, Um, he apparently released a very emotional video on his Instagram titled, My Reality, where he discussed a stroke that he had the previous year that affected his memory to the point that he couldn't fulfill the duties of his job as a respiratory therapist. And because of this stroke, he also, um, he mentioned he was homeless, um, but now he seems to be getting back on his feet, uh, doing the best that he can. Um, he also apparently posted a picture of his overdrawn bank account. And I say to that, Scott, Why? We didn't need to see your overdrawn bank account, which is probably why he proceeded to delete it afterwards, but not before someone was able to get a screen grab. Like, come on. Um, so, yeah, I hope the best for him. However, and I can't speak to what both me and Ava are thinking about this guy, because um, we did talk about it last week, actually, after the last episode with Lydia and Scott, that we both feel that we dislike this man merely for the fact that he is making us feel sorry for Lydia I don't want to feel sorry for Lydia. Lydia is supposed to be a garbage person. And I'm supposed to continue thinking that. Although when she tried to hit Alejandro with her purse and says makes me laugh. But otherwise she is a garbage person trying to harvest the American dollar, as Karen would say, which, you know, that's another story for another time. If there is another season, we will be covering family Chantel. But again, with the obvious, we don't know what's happening there, if there is going to even be another season. Um, but yeah, we, we don't like you, Scott, just because you make us feel sorry for Lydia. Anyway, on to hot cost number three. So for those below deckies who watch the current season of Sailing Yacht, no, then spoiler alert, skip ahead a couple minutes, maybe two, three minutes. Um, I'm going to be doing a little bit of spoilers on the last episodes that just aired on Monday. But if you watched, you know that Daisy and Colin, something's going on there. They've been flirting and making out and all that and sleeping in each other's beds the whole bit. And as you know, Gary just confirmed that he and Daisy did have sex, not once, but twice. Whoa. So as you know, there seems to be a lot of tension right now currently between Daisy and, uh, well, tension between Daisy, Colin, Gary, at the moment. This triangle of tension. And um so Daisy has just recently aired some information while on Watch What Happens live with Andy Cohen. She probably would have been maybe on I think I should have the date. It was on June fifth. And there apparently was a fan question uh, about her decision to unfollow Colin may I repeat she has unfollowed Colin something going on there and she apparently says I'm going to leave it to the reunion I feel like he has the most to answer for at the reunion I have a lot of love for Colin but things are complicated and I don't need a complication on my social media what pray tell has he been doing? I wonder. Um, so clearly, you know, they're, they're not together. You know, if you go by today's standards of social media is everything. Um, so hot goss number four, and this is the last one I have, this is regarding match me abroad. And apparently there has been some rumors floating around on Reddit about our three matchmakers. Well, technically two of our three matchmakers. Now, for those people who don't watch Match Me Abroad, I'll just give you a little quick explanation of the show. There are three matchmakers, and they're in three different countries, one's in Czech Republic, one's in Morocco, and the other is in Colombia. So, from what we understand at this particular point in time, the only actual matchmaker is Katarina from Czech Republic. Our matchmaker in Morocco, Nina, apparently is not a matchmaker. She is a comedian. And the reasons that production decided to hire her and call her a matchmaker, is because A, she speaks Arabic, although she mentioned she does not speak Moroccan Arabic, and she was also beautiful and personable, and they felt like people would like her. I have to agree, Matt Sharp, we do like her. I actually really like Nina. I I can only speak for myself. I do like Nina, Um, but she's not a matchmaker, so why is she here? Um, although she's doing a good job if she's the one actually placing these people with other people, I highly doubt that's the case though. And then the other one, Juan, who is in Colombia, he although does matchmaking on the side, I guess, question mark, but he primarily is a life coach, which goes to explain a lot because I think his matchmaking abilities suck. You have one person who's jumping his ass into a pool and making poor Natalie feel uncomfortable. And then you have another person who is talking over his date and not giving her a chance in hell to say anything. So enough said (laughs) on that situation. So that's the hot gossip for this week. I do have another segment that I'm going to call... 90 Day Memes Around the World. I had a better better one in my last recording. I think it was Memes Heard Around the World or something like that. Anyways, we'll workshop it. So um, for those who don't know, they're a 90 Day Fiancé, official 90 Day Fiancé. Twitter and Instagram release memes that other people are posting. Um, that I guess they like, um, so now with this segment, there might be some weeks where we don't have any memes because I only want to talk about the ones that I actually like and bring it out there. Um, and, and yeah, so that's kind of where we're going to be with that. Also, I will post these memes so you can enjoy the fun. I'll post them on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, um, So, the ones I have this week are primarily Gino and Jasmine, which will be a really great segue into the actual episode. So, um, meme number one, Jasmine said she almost couldn't recognize her gringo bonito because he looks so stylish in his new clothes. No, we have talked about this in our previous episode. Those shirts aren't better and I'm going to talk about them again in a minute. Meme number two. Even though he's largely bald, <laughs> G- Gino has a patch of hair on the back of his head. We know. We saw it. Um, that he trims regularly. Jasmine kept some of these hair trimmings from an Earlier visit to use for love spells. What is happening? Anyway, meme number three. Jasmine thinks her friends will respect Gino when they meet him because in Latin American culture, they respect the elderly. Burn. <laughs> And last but not least, meme number four. I wonder if his new hat has a second one hidden underneath in case Jasmine gets mad. Yeah, those are nudes. Anyway, that's what I have for you for that segment. Memes heard around the world, 90 memes around the world, whatever. We'll workshop it like I said. So I just have a one very quick announcement, um, that just came on the, just came to my attention last night. So this might sound a little different, just because I found this out after recording, but I wanted to add it to this episode. So we have another season of the other way coming. Why I don't know because we just finished one, (laughs) but we have another season of The Other Way starting on July 10th. We are going to cover it. This may mean, though, that we have to do some changes with how we will cover other shows that are coming. Um, but we will talk about that when the time comes. Um, So, just to go through the list of people that we have, we have all new uh, cast members except for two returning couples. So, I will go through the new people first, and then I will say who the returning couples are. So, the first person is Brandon, he is 23, from Oregon, and Mary, who is also 23, from the Philippines. Then we have Holly, who is 44 and from Utah. And we have Wayne, who is 40 and is from South Africa. Then we have, and I'm probably going to butcher this name, Tej, Tejazwi, who is 33 and from India. And we have Kimberly, who is 30 and from Alabama. Now, this is the first time we're having someone go to India who is around the same age as the person who they're trying to be with so this will be interesting to see how this storyline turns out versus how it turned out with Jenny and submit and Jen and Rishi and then we have Kirsten who is 24 from the Netherlands it's been a minute since we've been in the Netherlands I believe that's where Jesse was from too right um, and Julio, who is 27 from New York. Uh, the last new couple that we have is Sarper, who is 43 and from Turkey. And Shakina, who is 41 from LA. And for our returning couples, we have Danielle and Johan. I'm not excited. <laughs> Can you tell? Um, And we're going to be getting a lot more of the same nonsense we already got in the previous season. Danielle is still trying to get pregnant, even though she is, according to this, 42 years old. Uh, Okay. (laughs) She's still trying to get pregnant. They're going to try and buy a home. Isn't she like, doesn't she owe the U.S. government like a lot of money? And isn't Johan not making enough money? So how are you buying a home? I'm confused. Um, And they're going to be starting a business. So I guess the meat business didn't work. Um, And then our second returning couple, Kenny and Armando. So it looks like they have officially moved to Mexico City. I know this was something that they talked about in a previous season. I can't remember exactly which season it was, if it was the last other way that they were on or a different one um but we'll say there's going to be some issues there but yeah so that's the announcement on the other way again we will cover this but it will mean that we will probably have to shift how we cover other shows but this is something that me and Ava will discuss and we will let you know once we know So let's do our segue into season six, episode two, titled Say Anything. And we're going to be starting off with Gino and Jasmine. And again, before we get into the episode, I do want to preface, as I did in my previous recording, that um, anything that's really fun and exciting that happens in this episode and if Ava doesn't join us for next week in the next episode we will highlight and we will talk to Ava about her thoughts on those things we'll call the segment what does Ava say (laughs) something like that anyway um so Gino and Jasmine Gino is with his family for dinner you know typical Italian dinner Probably a Sunday, and I'm I'm not. I love the idea of Sunday Italian dinner. Um, and we see Uncle Marco. We saw him last season. Um, and he is making homemade noodles and fresh homemade sauce. Can I come? <laughs> I want some. Looks delicious. Um. And here I go with this. Uncle Marcos likes his new shirt. No, <laughs> I do not. Um, so I believe that's his cousin's wife. Asks um, Gino, did he dump the Jesus sandals? Gino says, no, he did not. Um, that he can't give it up. And I say, give it up. Because they're horrible. If they were just a different color, it'd be better. Um, so, Uncle Marco talks with Gino about this new apartment that he got for Jasmine. Um, and then proceeds to bring up the prenup again, as he did in the previous season. And says, you know, maybe you should talk to Jasmine about a prenup. Um... And he says, Gino says, this is going to be weird. She's going to blow up. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's definitely going to blow up. Um, So the family have a talk with him about Jasmine, about her attitude and her behaviors and everything like that. And say, you know, she needs to respect you. You can't let her walk all over you. I say, have you met her? <laughs> she's not going to sit down quietly and respect him. Especially when, and I feel, I think we did discuss this um, in our previous episode. She's resentful because of the topless photos he circulated and whatever. So you will see how that goes. Um, but, you know. Gino does agree with his family that, you know, he needs to step up and um, not let her walk all over him. And then I also said, Gino, you said this on live television. She's going, she's going to attack. (laughs) Treat Jasmine like she is a rabied animal. Anyways, next we are with Jasmine and she's meeting her friends for drinks and she proceeds to say that the lack of sex is stressing her out girl same um and and she says and I wrote this down and I wish I had Ava here with me so she could help me because sometimes I need that. I need that but I believe she said he's going to detonate <laughs> oh god do you know um. so her friends they get her a gift and this is a gift that she, apparently she's asked for and I, I want to warn everybody be prepared if you haven't seen this episode you're probably going to get a little more traumatized because here I go she gets a box of butt uh, plugs three different sizes and it's really pretty blue <laughs> But otherwise, different sizes. And it's everything she wanted. She loves the color. Like I said, it's a really nice color blue. Um, and she proceeds to say, you got to start with the smaller one. And then you work your way up to the bigger one. Because, again, they go up in size. And she says, your ass will grow wait a minute. First of all, you want to make your vagina smaller because you want to be a virgin again, doctor. And then you want your ass to grow. I'm confused. But with that being said, ma'am, that's not science. Your ass doesn't just grow like that. Um, but what do I know? So, um, She then says that his family doesn't get along with her. Um, His cousin apparently sent a message to her saying, how much do you really love my cousin? And she says, like, you know, why does his family care? Like, it's not their business. But then I say, Jasmine, they, they care. That's their family. They do want to make sure that he's making the right decision um, in being with you because you're psycho. (laughs) But, you know, that said, like, yeah, maybe, maybe his cousin shouldn't have messaged her that because it isn't their business to do that. All they really can do is just keep telling him to be careful and he'll go from there. Um, so then she says, I will be talking to you about this. This is being highlighted. And she goes on to say that she wants him to write a will and give her everything. And then I said, what's next? Life insurance. Have y'all watched True crime? This is, this any time especially like I find a lot of the cases when it's woman killing their partner a lot of the time it's because they want the money and you're better off dead than alive for them in that moment so y'all know the thing about Pam although she didn't kill her husband yeah it's a sticky situation but you know what I mean so I'm just like oh god that's not good (laughs) um she also says that you know she's latina and for those people who've watched um the ultimatum queer love i'm triggered when she said that because so did mildred and she threw a fucking pet gate at tiff and pretty much thinks that's okay i'm latina no you're a bitch anyway moving on um gino is getting ready to go to the airport Um, and Uncle Marco's taking him. I think he did also last season. Um, and Uncle Marco says, I hope she treats you better. Don't let her push you around this time. And I said, Uncle Marco, do you know Jasmine? Um, but then he also then proceeds to say... Jasmine shows up and bounces her boobs everywhere and common sense turns to jelly. Marco, that's all men. <laughs> Not just, Gino. You know. that's all men. Men, as I said in my previous recording, I want to say it here too, men are dumb and just gullible. Anyway, um, Uncle Marco says, you know, I wonder if Jasmine is taking advantage of Gino, I don't personally think um she's taking advantage of of him. I think she has a great life in Panama. she lives in Panama city she, I think she and it looks amazing. She seems to have a good life where she is um I don't think she's taking it very lightly to move away because again, for those who don't remember she does have two children. um I don't think she's taking this lightly, and I do think she loves him. I do, what I will say, just based on what she said about Dane Dan, um, was that, um, I think Gino's the kind of man who takes her shit and she knows that no man is going to take her shit. So she's going to take what she gets. Um, so I don't think she's taking advantage of him per se, um, in that sense. Um, so Gino, then he's going to go check in, I guess, check his bags and whatnot. And he says, Well, we're rolling. And then proceeds to drop one of his bags. And then he does the, eh, you know? That kind of sounded like, What's her face with friends? But it's kind of how he sounds. He's like, eh. Anyway, so. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he is on his way to Panama, but again, before, before we go all the way to Panama, we see him, um, getting his passport. So let me just set the scene. This man would have unzipped his pants. He did unzip and unbutton his jeans. And there you see, he is wearing two layers of underwear. And in between the two layers of underwear, is his passport. And he says that he puts it in there to for safety purposes and keep the passport on him, which I'm all for. That's the way to go. Make sure that your passport is with you, keep it safe with you because any person can just take it. And then then you're found in a bathtub with your lung taken out. So I'm all for that. But sir, I did not need to see you unbutton anything to get your passport. I didn't. Jasmine on the other hand. So that's the segue. Into the next scene. So in the next scene. We see Jasmine is going to go pick up. Gino. And she starts to sniff herself. Because she forgot deodorant. Um. So she says. To the camera. That she wants to rub his ass. Great. Um. So then Gino and Jasmine reunite and they hug and then they kiss. And guys, it was the worst kiss I have ever had to witness in my life. I was disgusted by, um, by what I saw. So... Um, once the kiss is over, you're thanking the lords up above and you can see that his lips are literally pink because they have her list of pads rubbed off on him. And then you see her lipstick is everywhere, not just on her lips. It has smudged to high hell, and I'm just like, my God, And, um, and she then proceeds to say, if we weren't in public, the lipstick wouldn't just be on your lips, but it would be on my favorite piece of meat. Great. (laughs) Didn't need to know that either. And he clearly is very uncomfortable with, with um, with what she's saying. Um, so then they are leaving to go leave the airport, and she proceeds to ask him, "Um, did I ruin my makeup?" And this guy lies and says, "No, it's fine. Let's just go." No. <laughs> She's literally about to walk into this like cab. And not only that, but she's on national television and her lipstick is just everywhere. I was like, Gina, why are you lying? Like, what is happening? Um, so then she also then says, I want to go home, make food for him, pamper him, and eat you. You're my dessert. And he does the eh. he's very nervous. I'd be nervous too. Um, so yes, yeah, so as they're leaving, I guess he wanted to hold her hand, I don't know, but she said, No, go ahead of me. I want to see your ass model for me, bitch. Okay. So that's the end of Jasmine. So now we are with Riley and we start off with Riley saying he's going to go see his dad before he leaves to, to the, where is he? He's going to Vietnam, correct? Yes, he's going to Vietnam. Um, so yeah, he is going to see his dad. And he then tells us that his dad got COVID really bad, that, you know, he probably got intubated. I I think he might have said he got intubated, but he probably did. They didn't think he was going to make it. But then dad pulled through and he's still here with us. So then we see dad and he is making some curry goat. Now... As a Jamaican, and I know Ava will agree, this food looked fantastic, and it looked so good. Um, I believe he's Trinidadian, because he did mention that he learned in Trinidad, um, and I think they, I guess they tend to do stovetop more so, whereas for Jamaican people, just a little lesson. Um, and I can only speak for me, I can only speak for what my family does, what I, what I probably can see probably Ava's family doing. Um, we as Jamaicans tend to cook it in our stove, um, than we do, um, on the stovetop, but you can cook anything on the stovetop, even oxtail. you can do, but we always put ours in the stove. Um, and again, for those people who haven't seen curry go, it very closely resembles the look of oxtail, um, but it's not, <laughs> and it's a lighter, it's a lighter colored meat than an oxtail is, but, um, that's a little lesson on curry goat. But anyways, Dad knows Violet. Um, they have talked and so Dad and Riley sit down um with the curry goat and dad says like we gotta go overseas for. Why couldn't you stay here? Like, you know, find someone here. Because it hasn't worked for him, Dad. One person cheated on him with a friend, like you know, and then the other one is still going to try to get some milk in, 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 Philly. So, you know, it's not working. Um, and then dad, it tells Riley that I have some text messages from Violet that I never told you about that I think you need to know about. And he said that he received 150 text messages across a few days from Violet. Um, I got the text messages. I wrote them down. So here I go. Ready? <laughs> and just to preface, dad does say that he doesn't, he never responded to her. However, he did kind of like, say something to her. Like he kind of acknowledged, you know, in a sense, her messages, but I guess didn't really entertain them. Like, it didn't look like he did, but he definitely responded to her in some sense. So, Violet says, I knew your son doesn't love me and when we're together, I believe is what she says. He just loves himself. He never knows how is true love. So he forever will be alone. And then another message says, I will never be your daughter-in-law. I wish you have a good daughter-in-law in the future. So here's what I say. It is highly inappropriate for a, for someone to message another person's family member, friend, about their relationship. It's even more inappropriate when you're messaging a father who is not doing well. Um, it's just this woman is in her 40s. She's 43. You're old enough to know better. I, I just, I don't, I don't know why she would do that unless she is trying to manipulate the situation. Ding, ding, ding. I go for that. I think she's trying to manipulate. I don't like it. So after hearing this and and reading these messages, he doesn't want to go now to Vietnam. So the next scene, um, he is. We see him doing a Zoom call with a private investigator who is located in, in Vietnam, um, and he says that he wants to get the truth about Violet, and he wants to know: Is she actually divorced? Um, is she still on the app? Because apparently, when he mentioned in the previous episode that he went back onto the app, saw she's still on the app, she had a different name. That's sketchy. This woman is clearly up to no good. Um, so he tells the investigator everything and then says like, you know, I have a copy of her passport. And then I said to myself, Riley, why do you have a copy of her passport? Um, you, how (laughs) and why? Again, I'm baffled by it. I can maybe understand that you would have it because you want to do the K-1 visa process. But as far as we know on the show, you guys have never met before. This is before the 90. You guys aren't even engaged yet. So I'm so confused (laughs) as to why I have a copy of her passport. Um, Anyway... So the private investigator mentions that he will, like, kind of go and follow her and see her movements and stuff like that. And Riley says, so do you, like, actually get in a car and and follow her? Well, how else do you want him to get her movements? And I guess I come from a place, again, with um, me working in the legal industry where doing surveillance on an opposing party is a normal thing to do. And I've seen a few different surveillance videos in my day. And, um, yeah, they definitely follow them in a car. That's uh, the way to get the uh, idea of the Rubens. Especially if they get into a, a car themselves. Um, but after the meeting, he is unsure um, about whether or not he is going to proceed with the private ing- investigator and yeah, I guess he pretty much decides that he is going to wait um to see how the trip goes with uh with with violet uh this will be brought back up we will hear about this private investigator again in in, in due time um. So now we're with Ty Ray, and we are right back where we left off in the previous episode. Um, and we find out that Carmella is not Carmilla. Her name is Christian. Or should I say his name is Christian. Um, I don't even think that's his real name, but anyway, um, they, They tell Tyree that they have a recording of the phone call and whether or not he wants to listen to it. Uh, Tyree says that he doesn't want to hear it. He's not ready. He mentions, like, you know, he was in love with uh, Carmella. uh, That um, was the first time he's kind of put his guard down. um, And he's shocked. And as we mentioned in our episode last week... We mentioned, like, do we need to get an even cameo on this? Because this man's being catfished. Like, what is happening? Even before we figured out, like, he, yes, for sure was being catfished. So we're like, you know, what's going on here? This man says, I watch Catfish. Well, then you missed some stuff. Because the mere fact that you are only talking to this person on Snapchat and you're not doing voice calls, you're not doing video calls. That's never happening and you make excuses for why this person can't do any of those things. You missed the red flag of the fact that you're being catfished. Um anyway, he started sending money in March, 2020. So right at the beginning of the pandemic, he started sending money. Um, and then we kind of see a Snapchat message thread between Tyree and Christian. (laughs) Um, and guys, in my fashion, I got them and I wrote them down. So here I go. Tyree says, good morning, my beautiful queen. Heart emoji, heart eye emoji. Christian doesn't even acknowledge that first message, but proceeds to say, just sent you a request on PayPal. So am I going to get the money? Tyree says, I'm kind of broke right now. And then Christian says, you said next week wow. How did you miss that? I, I feel bad for him because I'm like, I think he's just so desperately wants to find love and be loved and love somebody and have the life that he mentioned in the previous season that he wants, that he's ignoring the red flags. And it's sad to see. Um, so Tyree says that You know, Christian, (laughs) always asks for more. And then he says, it doesn't feel real. Hold on to that. Later that night, um, he messaged Carmela because he still thinks it's real. He still feels some hope that maybe she was hacked. That Carmela's real, but this Christian person is not who he's been speaking to for the past four years and has hacked Carmela's phone. Sir, no. <laughs> it's not what happened. This is not what's happening. Um, he then says he doesn't want to walk away. Tyre, you need to walk away. Because none of this is real. Um and he also says that maybe there's a misunderstanding. Oh, my. Um, so the next day, producers ask if Carmella has reached out to him. He says no. And that when he woke up this morning, it finally was starting to hit him. Hold on to that because no, it hasn't. So he says he still thinks Carmella is still Carmella. No, Carmela in the photos, whoever that person is, that person is real. But Carmela in terms of who you've been speaking with is not. And here's the thing that I'm going to say. Now, I know this person is controversial, controversial, uh, Dr. Phil. I know he's controversial, but what I will say is I did learn things by watching his show. And one of those things are if the people who do things like this, they're predators in their own sense. They latch onto a person that they know is vulnerable, that they know they can screw with because you'll allow it. And unfortunately Tyree is that person. And I think he really does need some help mentally, to help him realize you're valuable and you'll find someone who values you. This sir ain't it. Anyway. Um, so he, he says that he needs some support and he's deciding to tell his sister and his brother about the situation. um, He then says to us that he didn't tell his family because he likes to keep things private ever since uh, the passing of his dad. Now, I'm not arguing that maybe the passing of his father has affected him in some way, no matter how old he was. I know he was young, but that doesn't matter. It does affect you. However, sir, that's not why. That's not why you didn't tell your family. You didn't tell your family because you knew that this is ridiculous, and you—I won't say embarrassed, but I'm going. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to say that you are. God, you guys are probably screaming at me because you probably know what I'm trying to say. Um, you're ashamed of the fact that you're with this person who forget the fact that they're overseas. Forget that. That's not the issue. The issue is, is that you are ashamed because of the fact that you have never heard her voice. You have never seen her face actually move <laughs> on a video call. You know, that's why I didn't tell your family. Um, so he tells his siblings that about Carmella and that they have been together for four years. And then, and I have a problem with this. His sister then tells him, says, I thought you were asexual. That's not okay. Don't, don't say that to people. Because my thing is, is I feel like you're saying that not because you think that maybe he doesn't have any sexual desire towards anybody, but more so because he's a virgin. Just because someone's a virgin doesn't mean they're asexual. That's, those two things don't go together. So I had a huge problem with, with her when she said that. Um, so then we learn, um, from Tyree that he did go to Barbados, I believe the year before. And he traveled there. He had to quarantine for three days. But after his quarantining was over, he messaged Carmella and says When do you want to meet? I'm here. When do when you want to when you ready? Never got a response. So in true Caesar, Caesar and Maria fashion, this man was left in his hotel with his edible underwear by himself with no response from her. And he also then says that, you know, I just made excuses for it. Again, making more excuses that he just decided to forgive it because he didn't want to lose her. No, you should have. You should have said, bye bye. I'm out. Like, uh, this, the self-esteem is so low for him and I, I feel very bad for him. I, I want him to realize his worth. Um, So, he then tells the siblings, Carmela is actually a man. He then tells them about the fact that there is a recording um, of the conversation between him and the producers. And his sister says, did you listen to it? And he said, no. he didn't want to listen to it? And his sister says, I think you should. So, then they proceed to listen to the recording. And as me and Ava mentioned in last week's episode, we believed that this person was probably Nigerian. And Ava actually said probably lives in Lagos. Lagos, sorry, did that wrong. Lagos. And guys, I heard that voice even though very briefly because Tyrae pretty much ran out of there after like 10 seconds of it playing. Um, But we got to hear just Ever so slightly. And this man is Nigerian and probably lives in Lagos. Anyways. Um and again guys I can say that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of it there. You just kinda of see Tyre um is visibly upset and feels very ashamed and oh uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So next, we are with Amanda and Rasven. It's a little more involved in than these two, so we'll try to get through it as quickly as possible. Um, so we see that she is in Paris, um, and she just has a, one more shop to go. Um, uh, because she then says, "I'm so excited to see Rasven." <laughs> I think what's wrong with you, <laughs> anyway. So then we're with Rosvin and he is, I guess like in a park or like a square or something like that, doing a live video and he proceeds to unbutton his shirt. One person on the live says, take it all off. My God, calm down. Like you, this is my thing. Here's my thing. I watch Magic Mike like the rest of the peoples in on the planet, okay? I'm all for it. I have no issue seeing Shannon Tatum grind to Pony. No problem. However, <laughs> if you've seen one naked man, you've seen them all. Calm down. Like <laughs> my goodness. Anyway, um, So he then says that he always wanted to be an actor. He would see all of these actors, Schwarzenegger, some other people, Sylvester Stallone, that's the other one that I saw, and he just knew he wanted to be an actor. Sir, have you seen any other actors in this millennia? just Arnold Schwarzenegger hasn't acted since he was mayor of California like come on anyway or mayor of whatever city in California I don't remember that I don't really care um so he fell in love he said in the first hour of meeting Amanda okay that's extreme anyway So we see him meeting with his friend Deanna. They work together. I don't know what that means. Um, I'm going to assume she is also an actor or actress, whatever. He then proceeds to say there is no romance between the two of them. You're lying. Because the look on his face went after he said that. You're lying. But okay. Keep the lie up. It's fine. Um... So he tells her that Amanda's coming the next day. He says if all goes well, the next step is to live together. And he says either I'll move there or she'll move here. Sir, you're moving there. She has two kids. You're moving there. I will say this right now. If Amanda uproots her two children to go live in Romania where they probably have family, not only her family, but Jason's, I'm going to have some problems. Anyways. um, So then the friend asks, are you prepared to get married again? So then we find out that he's been married. Um, He was married three years ago. He proposed after a month. So did you fall in love with her in the first hour too? (laughs) What's going on? In the first month, that's ridiculous. Because, this is how you know it's ridiculous. They got divorced after six months. Wow. That's, I was shocked when I found this out. Um... And I will say we are going to highlight this, so we can um, so we can talk to Ava about it. Um, I want to know her thoughts, and I'm sure you guys want to know too. So he then says that the reason for their divorce was because of jealousy. I see a pattern going on here. Um so he brings up the kids and also then talks about the fact that jason passed away because deanna does ask rosvin like is she divorced like what's up there and he says "Well, oh, no she he, he passed away um deanna's all of us <laughs> deanna's all of us um because she says that she feels it's too soon that they're in this relationship so soon after her husband's passing same girl same (laughs) same it's wow um so the next scene we see rosman's getting ready to go pick up amanda um he goes to the airport with his really cute little stuffed animal a little stuff there, I think, is what it was. And then we're going to, you know what? I'm going to have to get the highlighter out. and ready to go open this thing up because we're going to be highlighting a lot for in a, in a minute. So they see each other. And they hug. And they kiss. And this kiss is also very awkward, but for a different reason than Gino and Jasmine. Because it's like there's nothing there. She, you could tell on her face that she was very weirded out and very awkward in this moment with, with him. Because I wrote down, she looks very uncomfortable. She even says it feels weird to be with him just after Jason's passing. So then I ask you why are you in this situation then you have the choice to be in a situation or not. And you chose to be in the situation. So I'm, I'm very confused. Um, because it's her again. And she actually pulls away and says, don't put your tongue in my mouth. Whoa. I mean, okay, here's what I'll say. The tongue in the mouth situation. Fine. I, I, I'm. I'm not going to analyze that too much, because everyone is different. Um, when it comes to PDA, however, <laughs> you pulled away from him, and what is supposed to be a, a good moment between the two of you, not good. It's not looking good. Um. And she actually also says, stop staring at me. I highlighted that so we can talk about this with Ava. Stop staring at me. Again, and and the one side of things, I can agree. Stop staring at her if she is feeling awkward in the moment. Right? Number one. Number two, I don't particularly want someone staring at me either necessarily. But I'm not going to say to, like if my boyfriend does that with me, I'm not going to say, you know, stop staring at me in this weird way, I am going to look at him and be like, what (laughs) What are you looking at? What are you thinking? What's going on? That's what I might do. I might be cute about it, but I'm not going to say stop staring at me. He can stare at me if he wants to. It's fine. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so then they're driving to his apartment and he actually can tell because he says, um, she looks tense. Um, so they get to the apartment, and he's put, in true Matt Sharp production style, has put roses on the bed. For those who watch Love After Lockup, you've seen this before. And all the other iterations of this frickin' show. Um, but, so yeah. Then, <laughs> I'm just gonna highlight this right now so we're good to go. Because she proceeds to ask him, why do you have tissues on the bed or beside the bed? I have tissues beside my bed. I don't know about anybody else. Do you have tissues beside your bed? Because I do. And they're used for all kinds of different things as rob is about to tell us he says because you you know you might need it for your nose or after having sex yeah exactly like and and then he he says like in the in the moment says it's a good idea to have tissues for sex and she says, why will you cry afterwards? Ma'am, I'm going to get graphic here, guys. Forewarning, I won't get too, too graphic, but I'm going to get a little graphic here. For those people who have had sexual intercourse or just any sort of sexual contact, whether with your significant other, or people who have just come into your life. Doesn't matter if it's male, female, male, male, female, female. It doesn't matter. Okay. If you have had sex, and then let's just pretend it can mean any situation with the condom, without a condom. And again, I'm only coming from my perspective as a straight woman with or without a condom, it doesn't matter. You might need to wipe up afterwards. Okay. So i very confused by what she said. And ma'am, maybe Jason was the first person you've been with intimately. I get that. But you've had 11 or so years of sexual contact with your husband because you have two children to show it. Are you trying to tell me you've never had to wipe up afterwards? Anyway, I'm off my soapbox. I was so confused. Um, so her daughter calls her and she's talking to the kids. And here we go again from the sun. Actually, I'm about to close my highlighter. I'm about to open it right back up. <laughs> because um, the sun asks to see the bedroom. What is going on? I swear this is Jason. Jason is speaking through his son. <laughs> what is happening? This is so weird. Um, she lies yet again and says it's too far away. No, it's not. He lives in what looks like a bachelor pad. Like, but sometimes I got to lie to your kids. It's fine. Um. So then she proceeds to have a shower, and it's about 30 minutes later, um, and she's brushing her hair, and she asks Rosvin about um, all the stuff on his sink, basically saying that she doesn't have any space. To put in any, any of her stuff. And then proceeds to purposely drop her brush onto the floor to demonstrate the space she does not have. Um, and he says that, you know, I'll make room. And she says, well, you should have made room before I got here. Ma'am, you are a guest. This is his home. Leave your shit in your suitcase. I don't know what to tell you. You are there, yes, for three weeks. Well then I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) But you are a guest in his home. If someone came to me into my home and said, I don't have stuff to put my I don't have space to put my stuff, I don't care. This is not Airbnb. Find somewhere. Shit. Anyway. Um so they're gonna go to sleep. And he proceeds to take his robe off and is just wearing underwear. But she does have to tell us 100% they will not be having sex tonight. And she then proceeds to say she feels guilty. Let me repeat she feels guilty for being with Rosbin. If you have to feel guilty for being with somebody after the death of your husband, it may be too soon because you shouldn't feel guilty. Your husband has lived his life, although it was taken from him way, way too soon and and not, no one deserves to go out like that. I I fuck cancer, but he did give you the okay. And I know it's a human response at the end of the day. She may always feel some form of guilt, but uh, I don't know. I think that guilt is very, very strong because it's been not even a year. Um. So yeah, that's it with Amanda and Robin. So now we're with David and Sheila. So it looks like he has a light that flashes different colors which tells him there is someone at the door um i mean i'm probably very ignorant this is probably not a new thing but for me it was a new thing and that's makes sense um so he is being he's heading to the airport uh his friend carlos is driving him so david feels w- worried um uh, about obviously meeting Sheila and also navigating through uh, the philippines as uh, as a deaf person but he does say you know if it's terrible he will accept his losses please let it be terrible <laughs> um so Carlos says communication could be very difficult because Sheila doesn't know how to sign. Um, and obviously David doesn't speak because um, he's mentioned before. So, you know, I wish him the best. Um, so David tells us that he hasn't been on a plane in 18 years. Um, and he then tells us, like, if there's any changes with the flights, um, he has to, someone has to tell him, um, a, a gate attendant or he will be stuck. A lot, you know, it makes you think about the things that we take, ava- uh, take, a, uh, take for granted. Um, so he is... As I mentioned before, he's nervous about the international travel due to the language barrier. Um, He hopes to be engaged at the end of this trip. So 24 hours earlier, we're with Sheila. She talks about meeting her son's father. She would have been about 16. um, And she said when she got pregnant with her son, she basically said, nooses. Because she felt that he wasn't ready to take on the responsibility of becoming a father. Um, so she talks to her parents about David. And she has to tell us that her parents do live, like her, her parents, her son, all live in the same home. Um, and she then proceeds to tell us about um, losing her hearing. So she tells us when she was younger, I think about six, five or six, she was playing with a broomstick and rammed it into her ear, penetrating the eardrum. Where were her parents? <laughs> Poor thing. And again, you can't watch your children do every little thing. Um, eventually, your child is going to get into something that they shouldn't. Um, but that is just so, that's so sad. I, I, wow. Um, so, but she does have a hearing aid as it's mentioned before. Um, but, and she does mention that in the future, she will completely lose her hearing. Um, so she's, we go back to her talking with her parents. And she, she's saying that she hopes that David likes the house. And her dad says, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. Maybe he can help with repairs. Oh, no. But what I will give credit for to Sheila for is that she says that she doesn't want to push him. She doesn't want to overwhelm him. If he has it, fine. If he doesn't, that's fine, too. Um so next scene she is with her friends and they're going clothes shopping so she can find a cute little outfit to meet david in um her friends did meet david on a video call um but said that they know it was difficult because he doesn't speak english um and they don't know sign uh they don't they don't know asl so um one friend then asked sheila if she has seen david naked she kind of pauses for a little minute and she says, it's yummy. <laughs> um, and she tells the camera, I have seen his eggplant. Oh, right. And she says he is always horny, but that's okay because I am too. Um, so she tells her friends that... They're going to check each other's phones. And thank God finally someone on the show says, but is that really a good idea? Like, shouldn't you not trust each other? Like, you guys shouldn't be looking through each other's phones. But um, Sheila says the reasons that she wants to um, look through his phone is she wants to make sure that he's not talking to anybody else because she has been cheated on before by her ex. Okay, and I'm gonna say this. I think, unfortunately, for everyone who's listening to this, I can attest to being cheated on. And you have to, you cannot bring something from a past relationship into your current relationship. It's not fair to the person that you're currently with because they haven't done anything wrong. Unless they have done something wrong, then that's a whole other situation. But you can't bring that into your current relationship. It's just not fair because he hasn't given you any reason to not trust him. Um, but again, easier said than done. And I get that. Um, but yeah, she says that she does have jealousy issues because of that, and yeah, and she does kind of proceed to say she knows very little sign language, and they do have issues when discussing the arguments they have and the fact that they don't really get to have really deep conversations because of the fact that they don't communicate with the same language. So we'll see how that goes. That's it on David and Sheila. Um, But next time on, finally, And i don't know her name yet so we're gonna call her catholic lady we finally see catholic lady and she had a profound spiritual awakening which led her to the steps of the roman catholic church why and again i could say this because i was baptized in the roman catholic church why anyways Peace be with you. So, um, and she then mentions that she fell in love with her boyfriend. He's 46 years old and we're with him. And he, we hear him say to a friend or somebody that he's with that he hasn't kissed a woman in 16 years. Oh boy. Then we're with Rosman. Um, and he says that amanda was kind of horny and that she was sucking on his neck and proceeds to make the sucking face and uh she looks mortified um then we're with violet with her friends um and they're talking about trust well ma'am riley uh is with his friend who is taking him to the airport and says, if you have to get the friend says this, if you have to get a PI, there is an issue. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, next we're with Gino and Jasmine, this is Gino Jasmine that gets to the apartment and you can see that the view is just, it's incredible. It's beautiful. Um, but I guess Gino doesn't think it's incredible because he doesn't think that it's really worth the $3,000 that he's spending a month and he questions it. And Jasmine's like, of course it's worth $3,000. Um, so he then says in an, an ITM, her spending habits, uh, affects his sexual desire towards her. Ouch. (laughs) And Jasmine, Mm -hmm says as they're lying on the bed and Gino's lying on his stomach, Jasmine says, do you want me? And it looks like you fell asleep or maybe faking it. She is going to rip you apart, sir. Wake up. Um, and then last we are with Tyre, um, who is talking to his sister and he basically still feels like Carmella is real and thinks that because thinks that because he has had a connection with her that maybe the producers got it wrong oh Tyree. then his sister uh does a reverse search in true she clearly watches catfish too and um, she's going to do reverse searches on Carmela's photos and that's where we leave off. And I wrote catfish one-on-one. That's, that's the very first for those people who watch catfish. That is literally the first thing Neve and Cammie or Neve special guests or Neve and Max, It's the first thing they do, they search, reverse search those photos anyway. That's the end of the episode, guys. Again, I know this format is a little different right now. This is going to be temporary. Ava will be back with us either next week or the following week. But until then, guys, you have me. And I'm here. Um, so just to end off the show, guys, please share this. If you enjoyed it, share with everyone that – you want to share this gift of us with um you can find us on all of our social medias currently we are on facebook and instagram at reality times two all of that information will be in our show notes um, we are we can also be accessed if you need to well not access god that's horrible you can reach out to us uh via email at reality times two at hotmail Com. Again, that email email address will be in our show notes. Um, if you want to listen to us on YouTube, we are on YouTube at Reality Times Two. That link to that YouTube page will also be in our show notes. Um, I'm trying to think of is anything else? Again, any information you need to get in in touch with us. If you so choose, we are ready and willing to respond to every message that you send us. Um, you can reach us Facebook, Instagram, email, you will find, you'll find us and we will, we will respond to you. Um, but yeah, until then, thank you guys again for being here with me. Um, And I will be here with you guys next week, if not with Ava as well. Hopefully, um, again, we will figure out in terms of Selling Sunset if we will be doing an episode together next week, or uh, if I will be doing uh, an episode on my own um, next week. Um, We'll probably stick to doing one episode of Selling Sunset next week, um, just so we're not going too far ahead without Ava um, if she can't come with us on that ride next week. Um, but in the meantime, thank you again for your patience. Um, and we will see you next week guys.